0: Welcome to the Dharma Spring. Good
1: morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Maybe it's a question in a statement. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, so after giving a talk the other night, it was... Nice to be free to wonder what wants to happen for this one.
0: <laughs>
1: and um, the last time we did this Maha Sangha retreat, I noticed a few things that popped up for me in the lead-up and curiosities. And um, one made some made it to one talk, and some made it to the other. This time, that was happening again. But my lovely companion spoke to many things that were coming up for me as well, so I could say what I had to say the other night and then have nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (coughs) Which gave me the freedom to see what's rising here and now, what wants to come forth, yeah? And so... I I found myself drawn to the bottom falling out of the bucket area in that poem. Um, so it was great that at the end of last night's talk and discussion, the uh, black Tara moment was mentioned in regard to that bottom falling out, returning to the source. A black, I like that black Tara moment, yeah. And it's great because I've been hanging out there for a while. And so, beautiful, just... Folding together, so that's where I've been since uh, I tried to go somewhere <laughs> 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 um, in that area of the koan. And it's uh, one of those archetypal moments, yeah—the body falling out or dropping away, body and mind, uh, the great death. You know those things we have in Zen that maybe we're looking for, and we read these stories. And how do we? Get our bottoms to fall out.
0: <laughs>
1: and our bucket bottoms. We unscrew her. And because of it being one of those type of things, there's kind of a container, a way of talking about the ideas and the path and all of that. But I really wanted to go to where our dear Chiono and Majaku was uh, to the source of the poem Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and approaching it from the idea or the, you know, the known paths or the known ways of talking about it felt very much like a bucket. Mm -hmm. So I needed to throw that bucket away. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, well, where, how can, what's the most intimate I can be with those words and where the poem came from? So I put myself there and What was her experience? And the words that came were, no bucket, no water, no moon. That was straightforward and simple, so I liked that, yeah. And then it said, okay, I'm going to carry just these words with me. And it's like, hey, how about doing it like a mantra? Yeah. So just walk around with no bucket, no water, no moon no bucket, no water, no moon that was fine for a bit <laughs> but it felt a little stilted and choppy so I noticed another uh, well known mantra coming to help out you know, om mani pa Hum. it said, here's my rhythm what, what, how do these meet, yeah so I tried it no bucket, no water, no moon no bucket, no water, no moon <laughs> It's like wow, yeah, still choppy. It fits in there, but not quite the way it needed to. So I let two nose fall out. So dropped those bottoms out. Drop out two nose. <laughs> then it poured poured it into the bucket of old money Padme home, and it becomes no bucket water moon, no bucket water moon, no bucket water moon. No bucket water moon 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 no bucket water
0: moon
1: so now you have an earbud mantra that may stick with you yeah um so that's like okay this is where to land and all this was worked out over breakfast yesterday. As I was eating, all that got worked out, so by breakfast I had, okay, <laughs> a, a companion to, to just keep with me as much as I could, all, all the time, all the time, wherever I went, um, which is what I've been doing. And I noticed a lovely part of it is the, the ends or the bottoms of the words fall off when you keep doing it, so it just becomes no bakke watemu no bakke watemu no bakke watemu so even though the words aren't there as they're presented the essence is, and that's enough, yeah so that was really great, to let those bottoms fall out Yeah. so, muttering it to myself, swaying, and taking my mala and chanting um Wondering, well, what's going to happen? Let's just discover, let's see. Mantra and I. <laughs> but then some ideas of how to work with it came to mind, and I would like to do this and do that, and many of those fell away. The bucket. Don't need those buckets, yeah. <laughs> but the day before, I'd gone on a walk and passed by this tree that looked like a good tree to go back and sit underneath. And so, having this come about. I said, well, I'm going to take the mantra there and go sit beneath that tree with my mala and just chant it and and see what happens. So I made my way to the tree and had a seat beneath it and a little more slopey than I would have liked. (laughs) And I realized ants are building a home right here, (laughs) And I don't want to sit on them or with them or them on me. So the bottom fell out of that plan (laughs) (laughs) but on the way up I noticed a trail going off from the other trail I was on and I wondered is that the trail to Hobbitville? (laughs) I know some of you have been to Hobbitville and others maybe not and I suggest you go check it out Um, when we were here last year, the first walk I went on, I followed a trail and ended up in Hobbitville. It's like, oh, what? Ah, wonderful, magical place. Um, then that day before when I was hiking, I wasn't trying to get there until I, I mean, initially I wasn't, and then I was trying to get there and couldn't find it. I thought, maybe, huh, did it just get wiped out? What happened to Hobbitville? Um, so I thought, oh, here's that trail that... Maybe leaves leads there that I didn't see before. But as I walked in, I realized I did see it that day before. But I was walking and looking for something, and therefore I couldn't find it because I thought I knew what it looked like. Um, so when I got to that part where I stopped the day before, I realized, well, trees have been chopped down, the terrain has changed, so it didn't look the same. I should keep going. And um, I did. And lo and behold, Hobbitville and just, just as proof that I'm not crazy you see there's all sorts of little flags and this one says I love you hobbits are so cool <laughs> and you know in my encounter with hobbits through the movies and uh, books they are pretty cool so this is true so this person has seen the hobbits <laughs> so go to Hobbitville that way <laughs> <laughs> So I went to Hobbitville and sat and chanted a few rounds on the mantra, on the mala beads of the mantra. No bakke watamu, no bakke watamu. And I don't know much happened, but don't know much that didn't happen. <laughs> what I do know is there's a weird insect out there, I have no idea what it is, but it clicks. You heard them? <laughs> click, 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 just clicking. As the mantra, I did three rounds. I meant to do one, but three happened. <laughs> the click, click, click was going on, and it got louder like a whole chorus, like all of them had come to join in, in the middle of the mantra, so they had to be getting louder, maybe like, shut up, we're here, and yeah. our mantra, <laughs> click, 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 <laughs> I don't know, but I just noticed like the, a field of noise arose to accompany my noise. So great, Yeah. <laughs> Then I wrapped things up and wandered and kept muttering. What I really also enjoyed was noticing later in the evening, or later in the day, I was out walking again with the mala beads and had to go down a slope. And my mantra and my footsteps had to match one another. But I'm not sure which one was controlling which. Mantra slowed down so I'd be careful in step... And not fall and tumble, or were feet slowing down? And mantra said, "Oh, we'll join you." Yeah, but it's just kind of the mantra joining in anything, helping in this this relationship, this mutuality of things. Yeah, so carried it on through the evening, and really loved carrying it into sleep, going to bed. No bucket, what the moon? No bucket, what the moon? And when I sleep. When I go to sleep, maybe this is familiar for others, images start to come, dream images come to mind and stories start happening. And so I noticed I'd fall asleep and then I'd be, instead of chanting the mantra, I'd be saying whatever the dream people were saying. And then I'd laugh. And, ah, <laughs> back to... Noma, moon. And in the middle of the night when I'd wake up just slightly and enough, I'd go, where is it? Oh, it's here. And, and just bring it in again. Wake up in the morning, there it is. So, you you can welcome to use that. (laughs) No charge. (laughs) See what you find, see what you discover. Um, That's one way, one vein of working with it in many ways, many places. Another thing that wanted to happen was to bring the words to paper. And I wasn't sure exactly what it would be, but I knew pick up a pen and that paper, and do something. So I wrote it out, and once I did it initially, following whatever it wanted to be, it was great, because then I had a pattern that I could follow, and I didn't have to think about what I was writing anymore. So I just kept following the pattern, following the, the letters and the words, and So the pattern was already laid down. There was no thinking about it. I didn't have to know which word I was on. I didn't have to go in order of the words. I didn't have to go in order of the letters. I could just follow the patterns around and turn it sideways and upside down and backwards and just follow the patterns, not even thinking about these are words, trusting that the pattern's there. I can just follow it. It was wonderful just to keep doing that and, and noticing where the pen wanted to go, how it wanted to travel. Then I turned it, like, proper again. And noticed when I did that, my mind looked at, well, that end could have looked better. <laughs> and so my mind wanted to grasp onto the pen's path and say, you should go this way and fill in that space. Yeah, you should make it this way. So I said, okay, turn it around. <laughs> Don't go the proper way, because the mind wants to more make it more proper, make it more whatever. Yeah. So after a bit of doing it the other ways, I said, well, let's go back to the proper way. (laughs) And um, is it possible to look at it in the proper way, the way it should be, and still be free to follow the patterns I wish and not get caught in what my mind wants to do? And yes, it's possible. (laughs) Just don't go there. Um, More patterns, just following them. And then... Letters connected where they don't... where they don't supposed to connect. <laughs> and that was fine, too. And, um... So this is what I ended up with.
0: Uh,
1: and from a distance, it seems clear. But get up and get a closer look, and you'll see it's not as tame as it might seem. So would you... Take hold of that and put it somewhere so it can be seen. Do you have a whole pile of them? For all From this? doing it in different, different. No, this areas. is it. Oh, you did it all on that one. All page. on the one. Yeah. Wow. Starting with one, over one and over line, and over. over and over and over and over and under <laughs> and <through>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just the one and the mini. <laughs> so that was great. Yeah. Well, it's all great. And you can, oh, that. Yeah, oh. <laughs> so then, what wanted to happen was uh, I wanted to take, or the words wanted to be taken to the water. In my mind, was one of the senses of the word dharma is uh, patterns drawn on the surface of the water. That's the dharma. So I wanted to see, let me take these words to the surface of the water and see what that is. Luckily, there's creek and pond nearby, yeah? So I found the creek and um, went to places that were slow-moving and faster-moving. Not really super fast, but slower, a little faster. Found a place where... There's enough uh, boundary that things just kind of wiggled and shimmered as the water made its way through, and there were still places. Yeah. So I went to each of them, and the first one was kind of a moderate, the slower moving. So I took my walking stick and wrote No, Bucke Wat mm-hmm. You know, word like if if they if they stayed still, like, they'd stack on top of each other, each of the letters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in the still space, you know, when I did it and I got done, there was ripples going out. That soon settled, and it was calm again. Yeah. Except for that movement. Uh, yeah, this was not. This was the the moving one. So they rippled out and they disturbed the pattern a little bit, but then it returned to itself. And I did it again, and it did the same thing. So scientific method, test it out <laughs> again. <laughs> <laughs> and it was really great how the ripples. Remained just a bit, and then it wasn't a quick pulling back into the pattern. It was a slow, let's get back to the flow, yeah? Mm -hmm. When I took it to the quicker spot, it was that quicker movement. Here's the ripple, but then boom! almost letter by letter. Ripple, foom, ripple, foom, back to the flow, back to the flow. But the ripple's still there. Then the shimmery, wiggly spot... As I wrote the, the words and letters there, I noticed <coughs> because it, w- it was wiggly because of things coming from different directions, therefore it was able to hold the letters just a little bit, and the sky landed in them. Mm-hmm. And so after swipe, like the, the, a zero, or no, uh, an O, oh. <laughs> it remained for just a moment, but long enough to see there it is, a sky word, maybe. And then it would go back into the shimmer. Yeah. Then I went to the calmer place. Actually, I did two calm places. One was calm and wide; other was calm but had water or rocks around it. So the calm and wide just took the ripples out, and then settled. But the ones with the rocks around it took the ripples and bounced back and became the shimmer wiggle. <laughs> <laughs> so it didn't hold the
0: um,
1: <clears throat> it didn't hold the letters initially. But it became the shimmer place that could. Yeah. That was really cool. Or great, as I've been saying. Ah, it's great. (laughs) So that's what happens meeting the water with these words. When I did it. So, if you have a walking stick, go to the water. Take whatever words you wish to the water and see. And if you don't have a walking stick, we're in a forest. (laughs) There There are many sticks. (laughs) (laughs) You have fingers too, whatever. Take it to the water, see what the water says about your words. So then I took it to the pond. This was in the evening, and it was a very still, glassy pond. And I went to that part where it's like a little bridgey thing that walks out, and you see little fishies swimming around there. And I stepped down to the edge as far as I could, and like, no, don't fall in. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I didn't. (laughs) But then I wrote it out there and just noticed, of course, as you might expect, the ripples spreading across the pond, just going all the way, all the way, and then settling again. Uh, So I watched them go. And then I got curious. Can I go and meet them as they come to meet me? (laughs) So I wrote a vigorous no. (laughs) And then went back and went to the other edge. As I was walking, I looked and the ripples were walking with me. And at one moment we became, we were walking at the same speed. And we were not moving while we were moving. And the whole world, but also, and that was cool. (laughs) And that was great, yeah. And then I sat on a bench and just watched them settle. Then the wind came up and it blew its own ripples over the pond. It wanted to play perhaps. So, that was something else. Yeah.
0: Good. Good. <laughs>
1: hmm. All right. One last bit. And that has to do with last night, after the end of the evening. Um. I don't have a lacquer bucket, but I do have a coffee mug that's all black inside. So, I went, took my coffee mug to the stream. under a cloudy sky. It's like, oh, the idea of being able to look at the moon and try to see what Mujaku or Chiono saw. Oh, cloudy moon. Oh, I could just go down and see what it's like to look at clouds in the glass or clouds on the pond. And, um, so I made my way to the pond and to the stream above it. and Just as I was getting there to dip into the water, it began to rain. And so, it's like, oh, To see what it's like to be rained on in this too, Um, (coughs) went and sat on the picnic table and couldn't really see much of anything in there with the cloudy sky and in the pond it was easier, much bigger space. But then a little bit of the clouds shifted and the moon became hazy but bright enough that I could find it in my cup. But it was kind of like working with a telescope. (laughs) If you've ever done that, you've got to really shift and and find it just right. And I was able to do so, that was nice. But there was also, there are raindrops happening. And so I'd have this, instead of being like the moon in a dot, it was just that the surface kind of became white. But when a raindrop found it, it all became black and then turned to white again real quick. And it reminded me of an alligator's eye. That nictating membrane, which... um, Sometimes it's called the third eyelid. So the third eye eyelid. So it was like the moon was an alligator's eye winking at me. Covering completely black and then here I am again. Black, here I am again. Like that, yeah. (laughs) So yeah, that was great too. And there were things calling in the forest. I don't know what they were. Some sounded weird. No deers that I knew. (laughs) It was great to just hang out under the moon and then under the rain and take off my hat to really be rained on. That was another of the experiences. So, I don't really have a point here. (laughs) I realized that if I tried to make a point of all this then this might become a Dharma talk mm-hmm. that will be bucketizing it <laughs> so I don't want to bucketize it let it be yeah mm-hmm. but something occurs to me when I notice I have that freedom is I don't have to put a bottom on this mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah which makes me wonder is there really a bottom to our buckets maybe it's like the the glass ceiling phenomenon. We've been told we have a bottom, or we've created this sense of a bottom, a thing that holds us, and now we've limited ourselves to it. Even though it's not there, we think that's as far as we can go, and we bounce off it and we stay there. I don't know that there is a bottom. So you, you check it out, find out, go through it, go beyond. Is there a bottom? Is there anything that needs to drop out? Or is it already all open?
0: Thank you for listening. For more about Andrew Palmer and his teachings, please visit bowandroar.com and look for him on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.